What's going down? <laughs> it's your girl Nia Chanel, aka Your Highness, aka Miss. I don't give a fuck if you feel me, you gonna feel me. <laughs> and I'm back with another episode of I Got a Question. Okay. <laughs> Once again, if you're tuning in for the first time, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity, giving me a listen. If this is not your first time listening, if you've been listening and listening and listening, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you. You don't know what your support means to me, honestly. Um, Y'all know I get on here and I just talk and sometimes I ramble and sometimes I'll go from subject to subject to subject. The real reason that this podcast is so important to me is because I do have a lot to say, a lot of opinions, a lot of emotions, and I don't enjoy putting my energy on somebody else, especially when it's not positive, especially when I'm frustrated or irritated or angry. I don't want to put that on somebody else. So I allow myself to come on here and speak and, you know, whether I'm cussing, vulgar, crying, whatever. I can get that out and I can move on because I'm the type of person who will think about something if it's frustrating me, aggravating me until I get out how I feel. And rather than going off on somebody or going on a rant on Instagram like I used to do, I have this platform now where I can speak my truth, let y'all know what's going on with my head and my brain, and then y'all can listen to it when you're ready so you're not receiving that energy at the time if that makes sense because I could affect your energy if I'm in a bad mood with my energy but once I'm done with the podcast at the end my energy is all good so once you you're done with the podcast your energy should be aligned with mine as well so it shouldn't be affecting you too negatively I hope that makes sense anyway (laughs) Now, on today's episode, it is probably going to get a little emotional. It's probably going to get a little spicy and personal, for sure. But that's what I do. All right, now. Y'all know I have a baby. The sweetest love of my life. Everything I've ever needed. And I'm so grateful for her. I am raising my child differently than my mother raised me because she deserves better. Not to say that I had a bad mom or that, you know, she was beating my ass or anything like that. But there are certain things that my mom did when I was a kid that I still remember that's kind of traumatizing. So with that being said, I'm going on the strength of I don't want to damage my child. The world's already fucked up. She's already going to have insecurities and confidence issues by because of social media what she's supposed to look like and then you got people like her fucking grandma talking about well I hope her hair doesn't get too coarse and shit we'll get to that later but with that being said I'm raising my daughter differently than I was raised because I know better now when I was a child I didn't know when I was a teenager I didn't know now I'm grown and I know the difference between how I was raised and how I want to raise children. Okay. My daughter is my world. I do anything for my child. And y'all know this. Okay. My main issue with having a child is your village. 
And I have a great village. I have wonderful friends. My mother loves my daughter to the ends of the earth. She probably loves her more than me, okay? She has provided my daughter with so many things that she needs as far as, you know, gifts. But she also provides love and she always wants to see her. She just always sending me positive things to tell my daughter because she just loves her and she's not able to be here physically. So she tries to do everything that she can so that she is in my daughter's life, period. My mother and I aren't really even speaking right now. We're not on good terms, but she just sent my daughter a bike the other day. She texted me, uh, you know, tell Allie I love her, give her a kiss for me. Like that is what, in my opinion, you should do as a grandparent if you're not able to be around your grandchild, because of course you want your grandchild to know you. I appreciate my mother more than she knows my father, all of my friends, anybody that has ever sent my daughter a gift, anybody that has given my daughter anything, hand-me-downs, whatever. I don't care. I appreciate that all because you don't have to do that. My child is going to have any and everything that she needs, wants, provided to her because she has two parents who love and adore her and she's not asked to be here. That is our job. But our village helping, I mean, that is beautiful and it's amazing. And it makes me so happy to know how many people in this world love my daughter. Okay. It has nothing to do with me. It has everything to do with the fact that she came out of me and she is her. So y'all love her. And I love y'all for that. And I appreciate you. If you have ever gifted my child anything, if you've ever told me your daughter is so beautiful, you're so blessed. Thank you. If I didn't tell you then, which I know I did, I'm telling you again, thank you because my daughter is amazing and wonderful and perfect and you're right. But thank you for loving her, okay? So let's get to the village that, uh, the part of the village that is not as supportive as they should be, okay? Let's get to the part of the village that is putting my child on the back burner that's making me feel like my child is a second choice, which we're not going to fucking do. Ain't nobody going to do that to my fucking child. I ain't going to do it. Her dad not going to do it. Her cousin, not, her grandma not going to do it. I don't give a fuck who you are to my child. And excuse my language because I know some of y'all don't get down like this, but y'all know when I get emotional and I get upset, I get to cussing. And hopefully everybody that's listened to this podcast is all grown, so you should not be offended. And if you are, like I said, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't give a goddamn. Nobody is going to treat my child like the ugly stepchild. Nobody's going to put my child on the back burner. Nobody's going to treat my child like she's an option. Oh, I'll get to her when I get to her. I'm going to say this one time and one time out of my mouth only. I will fuck anybody up in behind this child, point blank, period. And it kills me that, and this is how I know Eric's mom has some type of resentment toward not only me, but her son. This is her first child's first child. And when I tell you, I can sit on this phone right now and tell y'all how many items how many things that this woman has bought for my child. And it's not all about the monetary gifts and shit like that, of course, but it's the principle behind it. If I see you buying all this shit for your grandson, your firstborn grandson, and, you know, clothes, shoes, socks, books, toys, whatever. And then when it comes to my baby, she gets 
a coat and a, a, a pair of earrings that she can't fucking wear because they're fake. I'm going to be looking at you like, what's going on here? Why is my child being treated like less than? Why are you giving my child the bare fucking minimum, but you're over here baking, making fucking dinosaur cakes and doing all type of shit for your other grandchild? Why are you treating my grandchild any differently? And it can't be the fact that my grandchild is a nigga because her mother's a nigga because your grandson's father, his parents are from fucking Haiti. So meantime, in between time, I'm trying to think of ways to let this lady know you're going to stop playing with my baby without disrespecting her. But every time I open my mouth and say something to her, she feels like I'm disrespecting her or she has to uh, stand up for herself or defend herself because you know you're fucking wrong. The last time my baby saw her grandma was on Christmas Day. This woman told me that she was going to come and see my daughter one Wednesday, maybe two, three weeks ago. I'm cleaning my house. I'm telling my baby, oh, your grandma's coming today. Your grandma's coming today. Put her on a cute little outfit. You know, we're waiting on her arrival. Meantime, she texts me at fucking almost three o'clock talking about, oh, something came up. I'm not going to be able to make it. Okay. All right. I take it for what it is because honestly, I don't like being around a woman anyway. I feel like I got to be too fucking fake when I be around her. But what I'm not trying to do is neglect my child from any of her family, any of her, especially her grandparents. And especially because half of my family is not here or not close. I want her to be around some type of family because she deserves that. Her dad didn't know his grandparents. You know what I mean? I only met my grandmother once. So I'm trying to raise my daughter differently, like I said, but you're putting me into a box because I'm not going to allow you to treat my child like boo-boo the fool, okay? Like she's just oblivious because she's a baby that when I'm telling her, oh, you excited to see grandma, you excited to see grandma? No, she don't understand yet. But when she gets two, when she gets three, when she gets four, she is going to understand. And I'm not going to be the one who's telling my child, getting her all excited and then have to... Let her down easy because you can't show up for your own grandchild. What kind of shit is that? So that was the first time. So this Wednesday, yes, a couple of days ago, she called on, I think it was maybe Sunday we talked to her and she invited us up to her house. No, we're not coming. It's snowing outside. It's cold. And I have a fucking infant. Okay. So of course we didn't go. She tells me, okay, well, Wednesday, I'm going to have lunch with my friend. Maybe you could come to, you guys could come to lunch with us. If not, I'll just come see you at the house so I can see my girl, which is Allie. I said, okay, that's fine. Just give me a call because I have always told her, I've always extended the invitation since I don't have a fucking job and we're home all fucking day. Call me if you want to see her and come down. During the week, Eric doesn't have to be at home because I'm at home. Come and see her. I have always extended that to her. Always, always, always. She's only come to see my daughter maybe once or twice while Eric was at work. (laughs) My baby's almost 11 months. So Wednesday comes around and I'm cleaning up and I'm getting my baby ready, you know, Put her on a cute little outfit again. Didn't tell her this time, you know, grandma's coming because I had a feeling that she wasn't going to show up. Then she texts me at 10 o'clock in the morning. Luckily, she was pretty early this time telling me that it was too cold for her to come. She was just going to stay at home. 
I miss you guys. You can't possibly fucking miss us. It's been a month since you come, since you've seen us. And we went to her for Christmas. So my thing is with that, why do we always have to come to you? You're always extending the invitation to come to your house. But you know, we have a fucking baby and it's the dead of winter. So you continue to invite us over and we tell you no, because that's just too much. And then when you say that you're going to come to me, you don't come and you make a whack ass excuse that it's too cold outside. When I know that you have a push to start car, I know that you park your car in the garage. It's a 2021 or a 2022, one of the two. So I know you have heat. The excuses have to stop. And then she doesn't like taking accountability for shit. So if I do decide to come at her, like, you know, this is the second time that you have told me that you were coming to see my child and didn't if I had something to do or if I plan on going somewhere when you were coming down here to see her you just fucked up all my plans and you don't care no apology no nothing just oh I'm not gonna come down today no apology no nothing and then when I say okay no worries enjoy your day you don't respond because bitch you know you in the fucking wrong but you can't take accountability for shit so now I'm sitting here looking dumb with my stupid face on. Like it's I'm tired. And the reason that my boyfriend has a hard time taking accountability for certain things is because obviously his mom embedded that shit in him. And I see it all the time and I'll be having to let him know we're not doing that. I know I fuck up. I know there's some things that I need to work on. But the fact that I can sit there and say that out of my mouth means that I am progressing, that I am changing and I am growing. Being unable to admit that you have a problem or that, that, you know, your flaws because nobody's perfect. That's a problem in itself. I'm not going to allow my tri- my child to be treated like the ugly fucking stepchild. Or the deformed ass fucking vegetable don't nobody want to touch in the fucking store. There are so many people that wish that they could be in my baby's face all day, every fucking day. It's people that are booking flights to come and see my baby for her birthday from other states that have already come and seen my baby helped me out with my baby help my baby so I could take a shit and I'm not talking about my blood sisters my blood cousins my blood aunties my mama I'm talking about my friends my village is strong bitch I don't need you for shit so stop playing with my baby point blank period I'm not allowing nobody to play with her and it's, it kills me that I even had to make this podcast because I feel so strongly about the shit. It's Friday. That happened on Wednesday. But I'm not understanding how you can treat such a perfect, innocent, precious gift like an option. This baby is wrapped up in a motherfucking bow. Perfect present. She has a grandson. Now she has a granddaughter. You only got two grandkids. You act like you got a whole village of them. Now, her her husband, he has grandkids, but they're old. The oldest, the the youngest one is like 11 or 12. So you will do and and get this, y'all. One of her husband's grandkids lives with her. They bought him a car. And then he fucking totaled it and he had to get another one. Then he totaled that one. And that nigga still live in their house. Don't pay no rent. Don't. I'm like, bro, you of course, he's white. You treat my daughter and she even treat her fucking son differently than you treat your own daughter, even though she came from the same ball sack as him. Like, it's not making sense. It's because she don't have tattoos. It's because she don't do be doing nigga shit that you feel like 
oh, she's better than us. Like, I'm, I cannot honestly believe that I even have a white person as an in-law. No, we're not married yet, but you know, we gonna be married. That's gonna be my husband, point blank, parent. I don't give a fuck about the mama situation. But the fact that I have white in-laws, the fact that my daughter has a white fucking grandma and a white fucking step-grandpa, it really blows my mind. It really blows my mind. And I didn't know it was going to be this hard, I guess, culturally to be in a relationship with somebody whose parent was white because, I mean, I'm cool with white people, you know, some white people. I got white people in my family type shit. My uncle, God rest his soul, was a white man. He was my blood uncle, but that was my uncle for my whole life. And if I ever needed anything, he coming through. So it's not like I'm a racist or no shit, but it's just certain shit I see ain't going to fly. Certain shit that she stay out of her mouth, like my hair, my, my daughter hair being getting too kinky, not going to fly. Like my daughter, you know, babies have hooded towels and shit. She, gonna, she mentioned something about the KKK re- in reference to my daughter and her hooded towel. Like it's I, I'm not allowing my child to be around none of that shit. I'm not allowing my child to be around a, a, a room full of white people and I'm the only nigga in there. It's not happening. I don't give a fuck what I got to do. My child will not be subjected to no culture having ass, racist ass, judgmental ass white people. Point blank period. Her grandma white, but she going to have to uh she going to have to learn some culture uh, she's going to have to take a fucking sensitivity course or some shit because I'm not putting my child in no situation with her to where somebody calls my child a nigger or something crazy, especially if I'm not there. That's why I'm not allowing my child to go nowhere with her until she can speak, until she can talk in full sentences. My daughter will not be going anywhere with her by herself. And the sad part is, my boyfriend, her dad, he agrees. And that's his own fucking mom, yo. My daughter deserves the world. And I plan on giving it to her. So y'all gonna have to find somewhere else to live, okay? <laughs> on a serious note, though. If you're a parent or if you want to be a parent in the future, do not allow people to treat your child any kind of way. Don't accept that shit from anybody, whether it be your mom, whether it be your dad. Don't allow that because that is going to give your child a complex to where whether it's a man or a woman can treat them like trash. It starts at home. Why y'all think that I allow a nigga to talk to me any kind of way, fucking put his hands on me, choke my ass out and shit? Because my mom is the biggest verbal abuser in my life. I'm used to it. So I thought it was normal until I healed. And I realized that my mom had been verbally abusing me for almost my whole life. I was in relationships with people that was putting their hands on me, disrespecting me because it starts, it's kids, babies, infants, children. It starts in the home. Don't allow anybody to treat your child any kind of way. Put them on a back burner, jokingly talk about their hair or their skin color and we're not doing that we're not doing no discrimination against babies perfect innocent babies who've never done anything to anyone in their whole life or these precious kids we're not doing that my child is going to have the most confidence she's going to know that who she is she's going to know where she came from she's going to be a happy wholesome 
girl because that's who I'm going to raise. Now, my question to you, because I got a question, is this. Do you think it's okay to remove grandparents from your child's life? Do you think it's necessary to tell the grandparent about themselves, about the situation, how you feel in order to come to a better terms? Or are you chunking up the douche? You don't care, whatever. Leave me alone. I really want to know because like I said, I don't want to neglect my child from her grandparents, but I cannot allow her to be abused verbally or taken advantage of or taken for granted. Okay. Answer those questions. Think about them. Think about if you were in my shoes, if you birthed the most perfect little angel and their grandparent was not stepping up to the plate being the grandmother that they should be. What would you do? Thank you so much for listening.